Well, thanks for listening to the LCR Media Podcast, where we get to know the pros. I'm your host, LCR Naylor Taliaferro. And on today's IBG episode, I want to just talk real quick, I think, we'll see, um, about you can't grow without rest. Now, there's just so many... I, I know recently I've been hearing so many um, folks, so many like motivational speakers, you know, big time like millionaire uh, entrepreneurs, you know, whatever categories you want to put these folks in that are kind of over the whole hyped up, over glamorized, you know, hustle and grind mentality. You know, like there's a time and a place for that, right? We don't want to be lazy. We, it, I, I think it kind of went it overstepped like the initial thing about, you know, you got to grind, you got to grind, you got to grind, you got to hustle, you got to hustle, you know, like all that stuff is to get people motivated to get going and not like sit around on the couch, you know, moping around. Oh, oh, woe is me. You know, they're broke. They don't have a job or they don't like the job they're in their, their relationship, whatever, you know, that whatever their, their sob story is that we all have seemed to have or had or whatever, for the most part, I mean, some people are just are living living the dream from from birth to to now. But a lot of folks uh, have ups and downs, and the key is to work work through those downs, right? To get back up, and and the whole hustle and grind mentality, I think, was really became popular because of that. Trying to help people get out of their, you know, get up from their downs. But I think it it, it just it got overextended. And over glamorize to make it seem like that's all you need to do to be successful and you have to do that to be successful. And the most important part is, or the worst part, is that you just like never stop. So you just never stop hustling and grinding, you know, like, you know, I'll sleep when I'm dead and all, all these crazy scenarios. It's like, okay, well, then you're going to have a short life if you don't ever sleep. You know, you sleep, you sleep when you're dead. Yeah. You know, okay. So you want to die when you're 40? Like, come on. You know what I mean? Do you want to die when you're 60 or do you want to die when you're 80 or 90? Like you want to live your best life. So you have to have a balance. So living your best life isn't hustling and grinding it away. You know what I mean? You don't want to grind your life down to a nub and then you have nothing left to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like if you work yourself to death and you make millions of dollars, but you're never around to enjoy it or spend it or you're alone because you never had time to develop any relationships or you lost the relationships you had before you became a millionaire or whatever, then you're all alone. You have no one to spend the money and time with. You're just this rich person that's shallow and empty and exhausted and most likely die at a younger age than you should have from gosh knows what. You know, like you're putting your body at disease that's the that's what disease means, right? Disease. You're putting your body at at disease if you're just constantly running yourself ragged, you know, mentally, physically. You're just depleting yourself, and you're never giving yourself time to rest. It's it's just not a good philosophy. But again, we do. There are times that we have to hustle and grind, right? Like when we're first starting our business, it's not going to magically happen. We have to get after it. We have to hustle and grind to get those customers in door to door marketing, you know, social media, online, whatever it is, all the above to, to, to start generating revenue, start getting sales, start getting uh, clients, whatever it is that you're doing to, to make money for your business. Like, of course we got to hustle and grind, you know, we're not going to just hire a whole bunch of employees throughout the gate typically. So you're going to be the only one, like most entrepreneurs start off by themselves and just hustle and grind and just do what they got to do to quickly get their, you know, 
things off the ground and, and grow and then try and get to the point where they can start building a team and this and that and so on and so forth. But even within that process, you should still find some time to rest and recuperate physically and mentally, um, but especially have a plan that like, okay, I know I have to hustle and grind to get this thing off the ground, but once I get to a, a certain point, you know, I need to have someone start taking some of these things off my plate so that, you know, like I need to start hiring, but building a team, even if it's just one person, train them to do one thing and another thing, another thing, whatever, to start taking some of these things off my plate so I can start focusing on other things and have and, and put in, build in some margin, right? That's a good word that I've liked to use over the last couple of years that I'm working on myself as far as time. A lot of times the word margin is used for financially, like gross margin, things like that for your revenue and your profits, expense or your revenue and your expenses, and then your profit and there's a gross margin, all that stuff. Like it's, it's typically a financial term, but I've recently over the last few years, liked hearing margin used in your life, like margin for your time, you know, like building in margin in your day to spend time with your friends or your family or to go for a run or go to the gym or a bike ride or, you know, do something that, that will energize you mentally, emotionally, physically, or all the above that is not working, not hustling and grinding, you know, to build your business or do whatever it is that you're trying to do, write a book or whatever, you know, build a training, you know, course or uh, organize a conference, whatever is your thing, get ready for your next speaking engagement, whatever it is, like, you know, build margin in your life so that you can have some time to rest to, and recover and, and get ready for uh, the, 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 that next thing. And, and that's going to help get you pumped and motivated and give you the proper energy to do that. There's a lot of times where I and others that I've heard get so carried away or they're, they're so overwhelmed with everything they're so busy and, you know, maybe they've got a problem or an idea that they're trying to figure out and they're just kind of at a sticking point for one reason or another. Maybe it's writer's block or just a problem in their business or they're just not, you know, trying to trying to break through a, a certain revenue number or find, you know, the right staffing or maybe they need to change their services or just something's just not right in their business and they just can't figure it out or whatever. And a lot of times people will have to take a break whether it's forced upon them, like they get physically ill, that's that's your body telling you you need a timeout, right? How many of you have just been working yourself to the bone and all of a sudden you get like a massive headache that you that you eventually can't avoid, right? All of us probably get headaches and we're just like, whatever, pop some Tylenol or aspirin or ibuprofen or whatever your poison is, literally, that you put into your body to try and uh, relieve that dis-ease, um, that if you continue that, eventually your body will, things will start bubbling up in your body that are not as easily um, preventable and, and, and things that you can stop that you have to actually go to the hospital for and things like that. But how, how many of us have just finally gotten to the point where we've got a headache so bad or we've just been so physically ill that we just can't even work? You know, that typically big headaches, really bad headaches will get you, make you physically ill and you just can't work. You know, you're just nauseous. Sometimes you even do get, get sick and so on. And, and that's your body telling you, bruh, you need to stop. You, I'm going to force you to stop. You're going to be in bed all day and you're going to feel like you just got so far behind because you didn't put margin in your life. Now, I'm not saying this happened to me, <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, you know, speaking from, from, from friends, right. <laughs> but, uh, but you know, a little tongue in cheek there, but 
it's your body telling you you need to build margin into your life so that you don't so you don't feel forced so so that your body doesn't force you into these awful situations because that's not healthy ultimately. Yes, it's your body telling you that hey, you know what? You're going to have to take a time out. I'm, I'm forcing you to be bedridden today. But because because you didn't have margin in your life, you know, you just now whatever meetings or work you had planned to do that day, it's just all screwed, screwed up. You know, you have to start all over again the next day. Now you're behind and, and it adds more stress after you just recover from that debacle, you know, a headache, migraine, whatever, you know, now, now, now you have to, you're coming, rebounding from that and trying to get your energy back. And now you're behind the eight ball and all this work that you were supposed to get done. But if you had just built margin in your life, then you wouldn't have hopefully come to that physical disease and you would have just been able to take pre-planned coordinated downtime that doesn't, you know, impact your rest of your schedule and make you behind. So, I mean, I'm just saying that because that's, that's real. So even I have really been trying to focus on creating better margin in my life. Um, even with the route density masterclass that I'm going to be doing, uh, if you don't have any idea what I'm talking about, you can check out Tuesday's episode where I talked all about that, all the details, but even my route density masterclass, it's a three week program once a month. So this way I have one week in between, you know, so if, if I have one, you know, two months in a row, um, you know, depending on how many uh, folks sign up and all that, like I still have that time in between. I have a week off in between to reset and rest and, you know, get caught up on whatever, take a, a vacation with my wife or my or family, you know, um, if I need to, whatever, prepare for the next masterclass, you know, like I, I'm, I'm building that week in there. So I can go every month, have a route density masterclass, but it's only three weeks each month. So I have that week every month to recover and prepare and rest and all that stuff. So that's just one of many examples, right? There's, um, I think it's like a parable or a, a story or what, whatever you want to call it, uh, that I've heard a lot lately about sharpening your ax. Um, you may or may not have heard me talk about this or have heard the actual, probably better version, but I'll just paraphrase it as much as, as best as I can. And it's basically like, you know, a bunch of lumberjacks uh, cutting down trees. You got two guys, you got the young, the young rookie that's just starting out. And then you got the senior, you know, the older veteran that's been doing this his whole life. And they're both chopping down trees. The young guy's just going for it, right? Chopping them down like crazy, sweating. He's, you know, young, fit, and he's just getting after it. And he would notice that the older seasoned veteran uh, would take breaks. And, you know, he the, the younger guy would realize that his trees, he would start cutting down more trees. He would just work even faster. Like, oh, man, I'm going to crush this old man. I'm going to kill it. You know, I'm going to keep... I'm going to like double the amount of trees that he cut down. He would start accumulating more trees, right? While the uh, seasoned veteran was, you know, on break, quote unquote break, right? Hashtag uh, or, uh, you know, yeah, quote unquote break. So, but by the time, by the end of the day, the younger guy was shocked when he, he was so, you know, he was so busy chopping down trees that he, you know, at one point he stopped even paying attention to everybody else. And he was surprised when he looked over and saw the old guy uh, cut down way more trees than him. And he's like, what in the world? How is that even possible? How did you cut down more trees and you kept taking all these breaks? And the old guy's like, listen, son, 
I, I didn't take breaks. I stopped to sharpen my axe so that it was sharp the entire time. And I did, you know, while I sharpened my axe physically, it also allowed my muscles to recover a little bit so that I was able to be strong throughout the entire day where you slowed down over the course of the day and exhausted yourself and depleted all of your energy reserves for the entire day. So as you slowed down, I stayed consistent. As your axe got duller, you had to work harder to chop those axe, those trees down as well, thinking that that was the right thing to do, just grinding and hustling away, right? And just trying to chop those trees down. But really, you, you were counterproductive. I cut down more trees because I stopped to sharpen my axe, naturally would rest up a little bit during that time and just keep chipping away at the trees. So now... That's the story that's, you know, those of you that know the real story, potentially, like I might have butchered it, but I feel like I added some of my own little flair in there and terminologies that weren't a part of the original story. But I just wanted to get the the point across. It's exactly what I was just saying. And it makes perfect sense. I mean, how many of us try to rush through things? How many of us know people, you know, that try to rush through things, think that that's the, that's the way, just bulldoze through stuff and think that that's the fastest way, you know, right? There's the, the tortoise and the hare situation, right? I mean, that story is an age-old story right there. Slow and steady wins the race. I mean, how many times have we heard that since we were a child, potentially? Um, a lot of, so, I mean, there's, there's a, lot, a lot of examples there. There's another example I heard recently. Um, I don't remember where, podcast, audiobook, something, where... Um, the person that wrote th- those of you, not all of you may know this, but there is an extremely popular Broadway play out there called Hamilton, um, <laughs> and it's based off of you know loosely based off of the life of Alexander Hamilton, one of the founding fathers of the United States of America, back with George Washington and all those powerful folks, Thomas Jefferson, and so on. Um, and so this Broadway play was extremely popular, and the gentleman that wrote it, that wrote that play was uh, doing double duty, right? He had uh, whatever his full-time job was. He was, I think he was like writing music for like a a marketing for, you know, like for commercials and stuff for a marketing company or whatever. Um, And that was kind of like his full-time gig. And he was writing plays on the side because that's really what he wanted to do. So, but that was like his side hustle at the time. And he was just doing that. So of course he was, he was hustling and grinding, right? But his wife forced him to take a vacation, like literally forced him was like, you know, I I can't like really like, I can't take this anymore. Like we need to take a vacation. Like you're just always working so on and so forth. So whether it's you forcing yourself or your body forcing yourself or a spouse or partner or friend or someone that's looking out for you that forces you to take that break, you got to take that break. So he did, he listened to his wife, took the break and during that vacation, while he was sitting on the beach, he picked up a book uh, uh, that was the uh, a biography, I believe. I forgot the I forgot the name of the book, the author of that book. But the point is, he read a book about Alexander Hamilton, and then that then changed his life because he created the play Hamilton. Which, if you don't know, you you don't you just don't know, man. You're you're missing out. You're living under a rock. But you may not like plays or whatever, but there's a soundtrack that's pretty dope. There's, um, you know, I think Disney or whatever, Disney Plus streaming has Hamilton, you know, on there for you to watch if you didn't actually go live to watch the play itself. Um, it's 
it's it's an amazing story. It's amazingly put together. The music, everything. Um, dude is is really good at uh, at what he does. But my whole point is, he had to take a break for him to have, get a breakthrough. Toro's brand new battery-powered Revolution Series products are changing the lawn care industry. With all-day runtime from the innovative Hypercell battery system, you can expect to power through your entire day, every day. Head to revolution.toro.com to see how Toro is transforming the game with the latest equipment innovations. Or click the link tree in the episode description to get you there fast. Hey guys, if you haven't registered yet for the Equip Expo, formerly known as the GIE Plus Expo, you can save 50% off registration with code LCR. You can follow the link in the episode description. You can also get the link to register for the rally, which is free thanks to our sponsors Echo and several other sponsors. You can click the link in the episode description for that as well. That's Thursday night from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And if you want to, if you don't even know what the heck I'm talking about, and you want to know the whole history of the rally, you can go ahead and check out episode 86 on my podcast here, the LCR Media Podcast, where Sean Spencer with uh, Spencer Lawn Care and myself go into the origin story of the GIE rally and how it all started. And if you want updates on this year's rally, uh, all that is on episode 163, just a few episodes ago so i hope to see you guys there and check out the episode description for all the details hey guys it's marty let me take a moment and tell you about the ramp rack this is a pickup insert that eliminates the need to pull a trailer just to haul your equipment it easily installs on any 1500 to 3500 pickup long or short bed extending the usable space of your bed by two feet The Ramp Rack's most popular model for landscapers is the PU200. It has rear window protection and a removable shelf for push mowers and gas cans. You're going to love this. The Ramp and Dovetail have a weight capacity of 2,000 pounds. Made in Maryland, it comes powder-coated and, of course, built to last for years. Here's what I'm asking you to do. Head over to therampwrack.com and, of course, save 10% with the promo code LCR. That's therampwrack.com, and of course, we'll throw the link in the show notes. LCR not only uses the Ramp Rack, but he gives it his highest endorsement. But my whole point is, he had to take a break for him to get a breakthrough. So, maybe that should be the title of this one. Yeah, I think I'm going to make that title of this episode. Take a break to have a breakthrough. Something along those lines. I'll, uh, I'll flesh that out a little bit better to, to, have, to make it sound even more catchy, if that's not it, but I feel like ultimately that's 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 his story. That gentleman's name is Lynn Manuel Miranda. For those of you that don't know, he created the musical Hamilton. So that's his big idea, his big break. He was grinding his life away, and then you know after after Hamilton came out, he became a legend and didn't have to do whatever he was doing full time anymore. Could just go full time into making more plays, which he has done since, and they've all been very successful. There's a movie. Um, uh, it's called, uh, in the Heights that came out in 2021. There's all kinds of projects now that he's being a part of or that he's doing himself and so on. So my whole point is he probably most likely would have never had that breakthrough. We would have never seen Hamilton, um, if he didn't take that break, if his wife didn't force him to take a break. So thank you to her <laughs> and thank you to him for, uh, for actually doing it because I, I really enjoyed, 
that musical, as you as you call it, um, but the, ultimately the story that he that he told through music and and obviously acting and so on. But so that's just yet another example of of having to take some rest, you know, or taking a break so that you can have your breakthrough, so that you can keep working stronger. You know, ultimately, I just want to end this by episode by saying, have a plan. Always have margin, create margin in your life somehow, some way, and in your business, you know, not just financially, but from a time standpoint, put some margin in your life. Even if you're single and you're just trying to get after it, there's got to be things that you want to do other than work, right? Maybe you like to play golf. Maybe you like to play basketball. Maybe you like to play video games. Maybe you like to watch movies. Maybe you just really like to sleep, you know, like you should just have some margin in your life to do these things. Maybe you like hitting the gym or running or going bike riding, all the above, swimming, whatever. Maybe you like camping, traveling a little bit, hiking. You need to put some margin in your life so that you have weekends off so that you can do some of these things. You know, I'm not, I'm not saying, you know, just ha- take a Wednesday off to do whatever, but if you can do that too, maybe, maybe you can't do whatever it is that you want to do on the weekends. So Wednesday is better, you know, the best time. Well, just create margin, work towards it. It might not be able to happen next week, but if you can make that a goal to focus on how you can rearrange your schedule, your business, maybe you need to wait till you hire that right person that could take some things off your plate. So you have a little bit of extra margin or that you can create some margin and then have a Wednesday off or not have to work every weekend so that you can do these other things. Even if you're single, then do it. And especially if you have family, you know, I mean, they're, they're, yes, they want you to f- help them financially. And yes, you need to do your part and support your family financially, but you need to also be there. You need to spend time with them and they want your time. You know, ultimately I think most people would say they'd rather be broke and in love and spend time with the ones that they love than be rich and lonely, you know, and just be feeling abandoned and like they don't care and like they're not worth anything. And like, it's only about money and all all that matters is money. And, you know, mommy or daddy just wants to be rich and famous. They don't care about us. Like, you know, my, my husband or wife just doesn't want to spend time with me because all they care about is making money. Like, whatever. Like, don't be like that. That's that's how bad things happen for a lot of in a lot of in a lot of ways. You know, relationships, children, you know, growing up, dealing with that. And, you know, they have some issues they have to deal with when they become an adult. Like, just do the best you can to try and avoid that stuff. And building in margin is probably one of the best ways to do that. It's definitely a top top on my list anyway, and everything that I've read and heard and seen and experienced in my personal life as well. And, and, it, and it's always a moving target. It's always a struggle. It's not easy. The more things you want to take on or the more ideas you have or the more pandemics and, you know, world changing things, economic crises and all this crap, you know, that's going to change things. And you need to now, you need to adjust, pivot, whatever. Now all of a sudden you're, you're working sun up to sundown again, maybe for a little while, but that can't be the, the end goal. The end goal has to be, how can I create more margin in my life? So I'm not grinding, hustling and grinding my life away. Cause it's all for nothing. It's like when people speed past you down the road and you end up at the same red light and you're just sitting there looking at each other like, yeah, was it worth it? You could have gotten into a car accident. But for for what reason? For nothing. You, we're all at the same red light. Like, just chill out, bruh. Like, it's not necessary to go that fast and risk your life, other people's life, you know, wear and tear on your vehicle, whatever. Like, slow down. Relax. You know, we're all, have a plan. We're all going to get there. 
or not if you're reckless. So to me, not not building margin in your life and, and hustling and grinding your life away is being reckless. So that's my ultimate message for you guys today. Just trying to, you know, something in my notes that I've wanted to talk about for a while because I know I always have a ton of things going on in my life. And I've just recently heard some of these stories like the, the, the one about Hamilton. That one really struck me like, man, like you don't even half of these half time you don't know these things until until you hear an interview or something and you're like, oh my gosh, wow, that's so inspirational. I had no idea. Like, man, you know, as soon as, because that's another thing is sometimes I, I I don't think I finished this thought through when I said this a little while ago, when you have, uh, you know, there's, you're stuck in your business or whatever, you have a problem you're trying to solve, you, you're, you're at a stopping point, you have writer's block, maybe whatever it is, sometimes taking that break, you then have that breakthrough. I, I think that's all I got in the weeds with that whole statement, but it's like your mind can take a, take a break and you can rest from whatever stuff was going on. And now all of a sudden your mind can kind of focus on some of those things in the background and all the noise is kind of calmed down. And now all of a sudden a solution is bubbled up or a new idea pops up. I know that's what happens to me all the time. You know, I'll just be kind of casually mowing the lawns, you know, just zipping through, striping away, you know, if, if I'm mowing that day and that's where I do my best thinking, it's very meditative, very therapeutic for me. I mean, that's probably why I did so well in the first few years when I was solo, because that's all I did was mow all day, every day. And it was very, very gratifying to, you know, show up to a, a shaggy looking yard and leave it looking crisp and striped real nice and take your pictures and make your YouTube videos. If that's your thing, like I did, you know, and you feel good about all that stuff and you bill them and you're making money doing it too. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's great, you know, the whole experience and, and the whole process of doing that the whole time you're doing that. I'm listening to audiobooks. I'm listening to podcasts. Sometimes I just listen to music. I'm just not really in the mood to, to learn anything sometimes for an hour or two. I just want to you know, or I want to hurry up. Maybe I, I feel like sometimes when I put on certain soundtracks, you know, certain types of music, you know, if I'm feeling a certain kind of way, throw Eminem on or something. And I just fly through yards just a little bit quicker than I normally do for some reason. You know, if I'm trying to hurry up and finish up for the day uh, before a rainstorm or to get to my next thing, my kids events or whatever, I'll do that. But if I'm just chilling and I'm just have the day to process stuff and, you know, it's a nice sunny day and I can just do my thing. I'll listen to audiobooks, podcasts, and just zone out and just stripe away and just educate myself and, and, and enrich my brain with all of this great information. And a lot of ideas pop up um, during those time frames. All the stuff that I've done over the years um, for the community, the industry, for myself personally, you know, all, all the stuff that, that I've come up with and come out with and put into action is all from those, those moments of me kind of meditatively doing my stuff. So if you don't naturally have that built into your, your business, you know, like mowing lawns or plowing snow or whatever, where you can kind of do something that's more uh, repetitive, where it's more like autopilot, you know, you've done, been there, done that. So you're not thinking about every single step. You can start thinking about other things. Your mind can kind of wander and process other things for the day or problems you might have, or come up with new ideas or flesh out some new ideas with some more details uh, if you don't have those opportunities in your business, then that's where you really need to have the, you have to create that. You have to put in that margin so you have time for that stuff so that you can plan those types of things. Go for a walk, go to the beach, go to the pool, whatever, so that you can 
just kind of escape all of the noise of the other stuff and your mind can just think and wander and come up with great ideas or solutions to problems. Um, and that's, that's what it's all about. That's how we all can grow. That's how we can make everything and everyone better. If we're all hustling and grinding our lives away, then nothing's ever going to get better. Nothing's ever going to change. You know what? Like Sam Walton, I think is known for being on his deathbed and seeing all of his kids or and grandkids or whatever surrounding him. And he says, I, I blew it, you know? And people are like, they're like, what, what are you talking about? You're Sam Walton. You know, you got uh, Sam's club, Walmart, what in the world? What do you mean you blew it? But he, it's because he meant he didn't even spend enough. He felt like he didn't spend enough time with his family, he barely knew his kids and all that stuff. So, you know, don't be on your deathbed full of regrets, right? That's just another thing. So build this margin in now, Focus on this stuff now. Don't grind, hustle and grind yourself to death, to, to, to an early death, you know, premature death and, and, and miss out on life and miss out on people in your life. So I think I beat this dead horse. Oh man, that's probably a horrible expression, but I think I've, uh, outstayed out, uh, stayed my welcome whatever. <laughs> I think I've talked too much about this one specific topic. I think I got my point across basically. So thank you guys for listening. Um, let me check my notes here real quick. Yeah, that's, I think, I think I got everything there. So again, guys, if uh, you're going to equip expo, I look forward to seeing you there. If you don't know what I'm talking about, if you haven't registered yet, click on the link in the episode notes there so that you can get some more information and get 50% off if you do want to register, but hurry up. It's, it's coming fast and furious, only a couple of weeks away. So hopefully you've already registered. If you're listening, if you're planning on going, uh, maybe you can't go this year and you want to go next year, but if you're going, I look forward to seeing you guys there. Also check out the route density masterclass. I mentioned that a little bit in the beginning here. If you don't know what I'm talking about, check out Tuesday's episode for the whole description uh, for for all the details about that. But the, the, uh, the link is also in the episode description for the Route Density Masterclass as well. So feel free to click that and check that out too. Hope to see you guys there. If you do that, we'll see you there in November. Sign, uh, class is filling up quick. Only 10 spots. Hopefully I'll see you guys in November for that. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you to the Toro Company for sponsoring the LCR Media Podcast. Until the next episode, this is Long Care Rookie signing off. This has been an LCR Media and Mr. Producer production.